Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to my podcast. I am 24. This is my podcast. The best video gaming and sports podcast on the entire internet. I'm back once again. You know, I thought I was, I thought I was, there's a lot of sports stuff, stuff that I really, really want to talk about, but I want to try and get into the consistency of specifically having, you know, at least one video gaming podcast a week. I feel like I'm not necessarily getting into it that much and I want to get back into it and it's a lot harder for me to talk about video games than it is to talk about sports and it seems oxymoronic to me especially because I specialize in video I I don't even specialize in sports I'm already the best at it don't want to get into it that much tomorrow is playoffs Uh, the playoff coverage not playoffs it's the playoff coverage I'm going to be talking about certain things I'm going to be talking about uh, some other things that I just completely forgot to talk about yesterday on the podcast, specifically about Carson Wentz and some other stuff. That's going to be for tomorrow. Today, very, very short episode, we're going to be talking specifically about some of the games coming out in 2020 right here on 24's podcast. So let's kind of begin. So 2019, uh, pretty sleeper of a year. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm still kind of waking up myself. In fact, uh, when was the last? It, it was it was the Jedi the Fallen Order. I don't know if this was similar for you as it was for me, but I didn't really play a whole lot of video. Well, I did. I played a lot of video games, but I wasn't happy with some of the games that I played. I played Kingdom Hearts 3 last year. That was, an, uh, that was, that was a disaster. I played... Uh, Metro Exodus, and I was kind of disappointed by it. I played Rage 2, another disappointment. Doom Eternal didn't come out last year. And uh, I didn't pick up The Outer Worlds and the, the game of the year that everybody got. that The game of the year, Control. I was like, I watched the gameplay for it, and I'm like, it looks okay, but I'm, I'm like, I'm not, I don't want to play it. You know, not necessarily that interested in it. So I bought Jedi The Fallen Order. That was my game of the year. I thought it was the best game of the year. It was buggy, it was glitchy, it had issues. But I thought that uh that it was that it had the best gameplay. I thought that it was it, it didn't have the best story because I didn't play every story, I don't think. And but I saw a lot of the gameplay for a lot of the games that came out and a lot of the games that everybody considers to be the best uh games of 2019 and I thought it was I thought it was the best game. I thought the gameplay was great. I thought the story was good enough for it to be one of the best games of the well, actually not just good enough. You know, it was pretty great as well. I'm like considering some of the stuff that happens. It's been spoiled in the advertisements. Darth Vader is in the video game, but how they put him in the video game, I thought was ingenious. And even like that ten to five second part where you're interacting, I thought it was great. So I I thought it was the best game of the year. But moving into 2020, there's a lot of titles. There's a lot of games that. I, I'm pretty excited for. You know, I thought I thought this week I thought last year was kind of a sleeper year. I thought it was gonna be, you know, one of those years that you kind of just 
you get into and you kind of think to yourself, I'm like, it's, it's not, it's not necessarily one of those memorable years. It's not one of those games. It's not one of those years where you're going to look back in 10 years and be like, oh yeah, that was a great year for gaming. Not like 2015, 2016, 2017, 18, 19 was a hard year for me as a gamer. But going into 2020, I got some games that I'm kind of interested in, and then we'll kind of just end the podcast. I don't think that it's going to be that long of a podcast, or at least I'm not going to try and make it in that long of a podcast. You got The Last of Us Part 2. It was supposed to come out actually next month, I think on the 27th or the 29th, because I think this year's a leap year. So it was supposed to come out on the 27th. 29th, whichever date it was supposed to come out with. And I was super excited for this video game. The Last of Us Bar 2, you know, obviously the sequel to the critically and commercially successful The Last of Us back in 2013. I was incredibly excited for that video game because I didn't get to play it on the PS3. I'd sold my PS3 right as the right as the game pretty much came out and I had bought my PS4, so I didn't get to play it on my PS4, so then it came out, so then Sony came out with the Last of Us Remastered Edition, or Remade, or HD Edition, whatever that was called on the PS4, I got to play it, and I was very, very ecstatic with it, I was like, I can't wait, I didn't even know that there was going to be a sequel, I thought that was the end, (coughs) so I was very, very happy to see that, you know, The Last of Us Part 2, it got its game, the gameplay looks very, very good, very, very great. I'm excited to see what the story has to tell. That's the kind of, maybe not to tell, but the story is in the video game. To be honest with you, I've kind of, I've thought this to myself a lot. I've kind of thought, I'm like, maybe I should have, you know, a podcast where I'm talking, where I'm playing a video game and I'm talking about the video game and stuff like that. And I'm going into some some of my favorite things, but I don't necessarily, (coughs) I'm not necessarily sure how I would do that. Well, I know how to do that. I'm, I'm like... Should I do that? I don't know if I have the computer to do that, and I, uh, I, 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 don't, I don't know. A lot of, a lot of technical stuff. I don't know. Like, should I do that? Should I do? I, I don't know. But I thought it. But I thought, I thought just more podcasts being focused, more focused on video games specifically as this year is coming out because I'm gonna like I, I was about to, I was about because I was doing some work and stuff like that, and I was about to just you know, kind of recline, sit back and watch cheer. I have, I still have, I've been so busy uh, since yesterday that I have still not watched the second episode of the new Netflix TV show, uh, cheer, excuse me. I was like, maybe I should watch a TV episode or an episode of that while I'm playing Bioshock because I wanted to play that game. But long story short, I've wanted to try and integrate some video games into that, into the podcast. I may do something with the last of us part two. But The Last of Us Part Two, uh, Sony has constantly been looking to leverage their exclusives on their consoles. I don't know if you've noticed this, but Sony has come out with a lot of exclusives on their on the PS4. And the reason why is that they know that that's what's going to sell the system. A library of exclusive video games so uh, for consumers to buy and purchase and to play, right? That's the whole concept behind... Uh, them getting Spider-Man and them getting Insomniac games and then trying to put Naughty Dog to you uh, to work constantly. Like it was the last time they had a video game come out 
was almost four years ago. So they're trying to get a video game from Naughty Dog out every four years, you know, and that was The Last of Us Part Two, and then in uh, and then in 2016 it was Uncharted Four, and then before 2016 it was The Last of Us. So they try to get a video game every three to four years. They've been pretty successful at doing that, that specifically, with that specific company. But with other companies like Insomniac, we'll, we'll see what type of video games they'll try and come out with later on. But the reason why I talk about Sony exclusives and the reason why I'm kind of talking about The Last of Us Part Two is that it kind of transitions into Ghost of Tsushima. It's that samurai game that everybody saw at E3 a couple of, uh, yeah, I think it was a couple of years ago. Maybe, yeah, in 2018. They didn't show anything in 2019. I saw a little, I saw like a trailer or something like that. This, or not this year, but last year, like late last year, like August, September, I was like, eh. I was unimpressed. It, it didn't look as good as it did at E3, to be honest with you. Looks like it actually took a graphical downgrade. If I'm like a significant one, I'm like, that doesn't look very good. That doesn't look like what you showed me almost two years ago. But my point being is that you got The Last of Us Part Two, you got Ghost of Tsushima. If you're a PS4 owner, next year, oh my God, this year is going to be a really, really great year for you. Because you, you got a shot at probably the PS5. You're going to have The Last of Us Part 2. You're going to have Ghosts of Tsushima. Then on top of that, you're going to have apparently Final Fantasy 7. If that's something that you want. I'm I'm not you know, I'm not a huge Final Fantasy 7 remake fan. I'm a huge Final... I'm not a huge Final Fantasy 7 fan. I like the remake. I don't necessarily like... No, no, not the remake. I like the original version, but I'm not, I'm not like a huge fan of Final Fantasy. Seven, huge fan of Final Fantasy, not a huge fan of Final Fantasy Seven. But you got Final Fantasy Seven, the remake coming out in March. I think it's going to be released on all platforms. But again, with The Last of Us Part Two and Ghost of Tsushima, you're going to get a really, really nice deal if you're if you're a, a PS5 owner, right? But then coming in on this month, you got Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, which is this open world. Uh, JRPG or action RPG about the Dragon Ball Z universe. It pretty much will take you through all of the timelines of the entirety of the series from uh, Goku versus uh, his brother Raditz, I think that's what it's called, and then Vegeta and Nappa, and then Frieza, and then Cell, and then Majin Buu. Like, it's supposed to take you through the entire timeline of Dragon Ball Z with multiple different characters from Teenage Gohan to no not what is yeah teenage gohan to like adolescent gohan when he's in high school i guess and then it goes to majin buu which you know i think that's the adolescent version of him but my point is i think that it's coming out when is it coming out isn't it coming out friday so tomorrow no like in a week it's gonna come out in a week and i looked at it a lot i looked at the gameplay a lot for it and i was like it looks okay you know, it looks interesting enough. Would I get it? Would I buy it? I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm like, I'm trying to save money right now. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to save. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Ask, ask me in about a week, because um, I, I really don't know about the video game just yet. Because I haven't, I haven't, I've seen parts of it. I haven't seen it be put together as a full package yet. I haven't seen. Like, what, what do you do exactly? Do you fly from, like, 
Goku's home in the mountains to the Cell games and you fight Cell or is that because I've I've heard a lot of stuff about that game, but I'm not really sure about it just yet. I, I'm sweating a little bit because I feel like I'm I'm chickening out on it. I just I just don't know about it just yet. I don't I don't feel like I have that strong of a grasp on it just yet. And I've seen a lot of gameplay for that game. I just I feel like I haven't seen I like it, it's it's almost out so I'll see the gameplay for what it is, but I just I don't, I don't know. I don't know. And I've seen a lot of gameplay for it. I've seen over an hours worth of gameplay for it. And I still am like mm, mm, Oh wait, wait, wait. There's a there's a Dragon Ball Z character pro- character progression trailer. Let's let's watch that. Let me see it. Let me see it. Because I know there's been a lot of stuff released for that gameplay. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Here we go. So this was released actually yesterday. What? They have an hour's worth of ge- they have an hour's worth of new gameplay. Like, oh my god! I see. I knew. I knew that they had made a lot of a lot of content. That they had released a lot of videos surrounding this game, but I didn't realize that it was this amount. They have an hour's worth. I, I want to watch a little bit of the hour's worth. Hold on. Let me let me watch the trailer. We'll watch the trailer together. Hold on. Sorry about that. Hold on. Jesus Christ. Now my interest is intrigued. You know, let's let's not be ignorant. Let's get educated. Hold on a minute. <clears throat> Here we go. In so track- I, yeah, I'll, I'll meet myself. I'll meet myself. Ball Z Kakarot. You'll be fighting against fearsome foes to protect your friends and planet Earth from utter destruction. But in order to do so, you must always remember to train hard and power up the Z Warriors. Today, let's take a dive into the character progression aspect of Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. In order to prepare for the devastating death matches that await like in any other action RPG, players will be able to fight enemies, earn experience points, and level up their characters. However, in Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, you are able to power up Goku and friends in a lot of other ways. Eating is especially important, as not only will you be getting temporary buffs, but also a permanent increase in your character's stats. You can eat some fruits on the go, or cook meat at campfires. But the best way to acquire food with high stat boosts is to head to a cook located in towns or small villages to create dishes. Or even better, go home, talk to Chi-Chi, and ask her to create a full course meal for you. You'll have to go on the hunt as you'll be needing ingredients, as well as recipes, which you can acquire through subquests or by talking to NPCs. Searching through areas and collecting Z orbs is essential for acquiring super attacks. You're able to collect different Z orbs throughout the game. Sorry, I'm gonna like fast forward this. Hold on. I'm gonna fast forward this. All right, there we go. Here we go. Sorry about that. Colored Z-Orbs are typically found in areas that are related to their color. Once you've acquired the necessary Z-Orbs, open the character's skill tree and unlock slots to acquire new special attacks or power up existing ones. In order to unlock skills with the green icon, you must visit training grounds located in different areas. In order to access the different training options, you must use D-Metals, which can be found all over the world. Searching for key will help you find metals a little easier, so be sure to keep an eye out. 
Once you have enough D-Metals, you can begin the mental training against other Z-Warriors, enemies from the past, and even yourself. Finally, a unique way to power up your party is through the community boards. By progressing through the main story, or helping out different characters from the Dragon Ball Z world through subquests, you will be gifted with their soul emblems. By placing these emblems on the community board, you can increase the board's rank, giving you access to its community skills. These skills will provide helpful effects on your adventure. There are seven different community boards, and each provide different community skills. Placing specific soul emblems next to one another will activate what's called a link bonus. Activating a link bonus makes it easier to raise a community's rank. You may also be able to hear some exclusive dialogue between characters. As you can see, the world of Dragon Ball Z Kakarot is filled with many ways to grow stronger and defeat the most fearsome enemies that stand in your way during the adventure. That's all for today, but keep your scouters on the lookout for our next... I learned nothing. <laughs> like, I, I learned, I watched that, it was three, I learned nothing. Nothing. Hold on. They have an hour's worth of gameplay. Let me see if it's... <sighs> Alright. I'm like... I, I thought this was going to maybe be... A... Uh, What's it called? Just a reskinning? Maybe not a reskinning. Like a uh, a retelling. Not a retelling. What's it called? Like they would upload clips of. Uh, oh no, I've seen this gameplay before. Oh no, that's the Gohan clip. I haven't seen the Gohan clip before. Okay, so this is kind of like a chopping up of different clips and stuff like that. Oh, this is interesting. Okay. Yeah, this stuff, it seems cool. Huh. I don't know if you're a Dragon Ball Z fan or not, you know. I hope you are. It's a pretty good anime. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's the only anime that you have to watch. It's like, you have to watch it. It's a classic. It's like 30 or 40 years old. Like how, well, it's 2020, so it's like a good, now it's like a good, what is it? It's like in the 70s or the 80s. Right, so it's a good, like, 30, 40, 50 years old, right? I'm not tripping on that. What was the first? It was Dragon Ball that was released. Dragon Ball. It's 1984 through 1995. Okay, so I think that was the English version, by the way. I'm like, yeah, it's been around for a while. I'm thinking of Gundam that's been around for, like, 40 years. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're, they're, you, they're playing as, like, um... <coughs> As uh, as Vegeta, they have one of those like modern day Dragon Ball C uh, cities, and it's surrounded by a forest and a mountain. It looks, it actually looks really really good. I'm very very surprised because I thought it was gonna look a lot worse than it is than it what than it than I thought it was gonna look. But it looks it looks really really good. I'm a huge Dragon Ball Z fan. I, I have like the entire series on DVD. I've seen the Cell Games saga, that entire, like, um, saga, like, multiple times. So, I may, I may get it. I may get it. They're showing Vegeta fishing right now. I mean, he's, he's by himself right now. He's, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's such a Vegeta thing to do. The exploration actually looks really, really cool. That's kind of the thing, when I first saw this game, 
when I first saw like the the first like pieces of gameplay for it, they had Goku flying around where Raditz would appear. And I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, you get Goku flying around and stuff like that. But it didn't really, it didn't really impress me that much. I was like, oh, it's just Goku flying around and stuff like that. But now seeing him kind of, now seeing like Vegeta, I think he's wearing, I think uh, the, the pink shirt when he was going to go to where Goku landed after he had, after, uh, after he had escaped Planet Namek and he had uh, trained with, I forgot what the alien race, uh, what they were called, but he trained with the alien race that taught him how to do the instant transmission. Vegeta's wearing the pink shirt where he makes future trunks and, uh, and, and Goku again and Frieza, the meta mechanical Frieza comes back. Like he's wearing that pink shirt, but maybe he was wearing like a Hawaiian shirt. Cause I don't remember Batman was on the back of that pink shirt, but he is wearing like the pink shirt, the yellow pants. Hmm. Yeah, it, it looks pretty cool. I wonder if you could like instantly fight in some of these cities because oh my, there's traffic too. That's the that's the weird thing. There's it, the cities. The it looks like a a really really good open like open world game because there's people. There's like a lot of people. There's a lot of cars driving in and out of the city, so you see traffic on the highway going out of the city. I don't think you can go in any of these buildings, but it it looks like a really really well designed video game. I'm I'm very 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 shocked at how good this looks. I'm very very shocked. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's it's the time when go when when Goku comes back to Earth because Bulma she has her like Bulma fro. Huh. So then some of the Frieza core guys, they come back. Let me see the fighting. I want to see the fighting. See what happens when Vegeta fights these guys. I thought I'm not gonna lie to you. I thought this was gonna be a like I thought I was gonna end the podcast in like ten to fifteen minutes. Like we still got some other gameplay. I'm like, I, I just had an idea. I was like, maybe I should watch some of the gameplay. We're not going to watch all of the hour-long gameplay because I have seen a lot of gameplay for this game. I just, I only saw pretty much the E3 gameplay where Goku was in the starting zone or one of the early zones and stuff like that. I just saw that on repeat uh, pretty much. Oh, that's cool. Let me, let me kind of make it normal speed here. So Vegeta, by the way, he just got jumped by a bunch of uh, by a bunch of Freeze's old men, right? So he, you know, and it's it's th- it's three guys, right? So Vegeta, they, you know, they're you know, he's he's like, well, I, I can fight these guys. This is before he can turn into a Super Saiyan. I don't, you know, if you're unfamiliar with where we are in the anime right now. All right, he's doing the after image. Oh, this is really really cool. So the the uh, oh wow. So the um what's what's it the lady the 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 narrator was like this is like an actual this is an action RPG and blah 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 blah. I didn't really know to what extent it's like an action it's like if an action RPG had 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 a really really good one had combined with Dragon Ball Z. 
because the vi- like he can change direction, he can change targets. And I paused on this frame where Vegeta's doing the after image and he's just like blitzing and he's just going really, really fast towards a guy. And and you can see him like it's kind of like one of those uh like one of those like stories where you draw in like a journal and you flip through the pages and it tells a story like a truck crashing into a pole or something like that and each page is like a different frame that's kind of like how it is here it's like when he's doing the after image you can see him like turning and going towards a person like it's really 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 good and it's just it's just so quick too like how does he do that Cause I thought that the fighting would would be pretty like pretty be pretty simple, but it's it kind of is, but it looks like a lot of fun. I th- I think I'm sold. I th- I I think I think I know what my first game of 2020 will be. What is it? Dragon Ball Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. I was like, eh, I don't know if I'll buy it or not. But I mean, right now, freaking Vegeta, he's taking on two guys by himself. Frieza Force Scout. So this is this is what it's called, the Frieza Force Scout. He's taking on two. It's he's taking on two freaking guys by himself, and and he and he's having no he's having no issue, no problem. He's not even a freaking Super Saiyan right now. He's just regular freaking Vegeta. He's powering up his key like you do in literally every Dragon Ball game. I'm so I'm I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. I I can't really explain how good the combat is. But I mean, they're in they're in a specific zone and like in a ring. If you've played Dragon Ball Z games, they're in like a specific zone, a specific area. And Vegeta, he's just bouncing. He's going from from he's just bouncing all over the place. It looks like a fight from the actual TV show. Bang! Just he's, he's oh my god. I am very very happy with what I'm seeing right now. I'm very happy. I'm very, very, very happy with what I'm seeing right now. Then I, then he powers up to his max form, which because he's not a super saiyan at the time, it's, he just has a bunch of key and stuff like that. I wonder if you can just transform into a super saiyan and that be your form for, uh, for, for like, like you can transform into a super saiyan before you fight and then you're then you're a super saiyan as you enter the fight. I wonder if that's like a thing. I think I did see something like that where Gohan or Goku was in that form for the majority of a not for the majority but for the entirety of a fight. Like they were just in the super saiyan form. Yeah. Who made this game? Who's the developer of this game? Bandai Namco? Na- Nam- Namco. Bandai Namco. And they, they did a pretty good job. All right. All right, so we're, we're going to... I, I could literally watch this all day. Then he does the Gallic gun. How does he do that? He just goes back. How does he power up? Bang. Oh, it's a super attack that you can select, and I think it has a recharge, right? So, like, 
Oh, oh, okay. I, I, I'm so stupid. So, and you can have support. That's cool as well. So you can press L1, it looks like, for a super attack. And then it's like square, triangle, O, or... What, hold on, let me just see it. He presses L1. Yeah, it is. It's the, it's the face button. It's like square, triangle, O, and, and X. And he has the Gallic gun. And, and he has like 42, apparently, of the Gallic gun. So he can just do the Gallic gun 42 times, I guess. So he backs off. He presses L1. And then he just... Bang! Gallic gun! And it looks like the anime, too. Like, there's a frame where... Yeah, yeah! It does look like the anime. Like, there's this frame where he just... It, it's just like a perfect just image straight out of the straight out of the manga and the anime. It's, that's awesome. I'm sold, man. I, I'm sold. I'm sold. I can't wait to play this video game. <laughs> I cannot wait to play this video game. Oh my god. They got Gohan fighting Cell. Alright. I've seen I've seen I've seen I've seen enough. I don't need this I don't need to see anymore. I've seen enough. Alright. Bang, he does the Kamehameha. Interesting tidbit. I think Kamehameha was was an actual king in Hawaii or he was a god in Hawaii. Just you know, just for just for, you know, context. Random, dumb, little fact there. <clears throat> By the way, I'm still watching the... Uh, the uh, I, I like to have something going on in the background. I'm watching the Houston Texans versus the Buffalo Bills game. Uh, because it's probably the best playoff game this weekend. Probably. Last weekend, sorry. <clears throat> Is there any more exploration? All right, you got the All right, you sold me on the fighting. Fighting's good. Sold me on it. Don't need to see any more. I wonder if they'll have any of the movies be in uh whoa. They showed uh the father son Kamehameha with Goku and Gohan. I wonder if they'll have any of the movies like Cooler and stuff like that. In, uh, in the game, Broly in the game as well, or if they'll do it that as DLC, or I, I don't know, I don't know. It, I'm, I, it looks very, very good, very, very good. Whew, man. They show Gohan transforming back into regular Gohan after he beats Cell. Very, very cinematic as well. Hold on. Sorry about that. Let me turn off my phone. Yeah, they show Mr. Sayaman. Oh yeah. Oh no, that's the uh, that's the Majin. That's the Majin. Uh, what the, the the Majin Vegeta, where he's working for. Hab, 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 he beep, whatever the, whatever the small guy's name that had Majin Buu, he works for him, so he is a Super Saiyan, so you can kind of, you can be in that super powered state where you are uh, playing as Vegeta, or where you are kind of playing as like a Super Saiyan, but I mean, he naturally resides in that state at that, like at this point. 
I guess. Oh yeah, so you do fight Majin Buu. That's cool. I didn't like the Majin Buu series as much as I liked the Cell series. I thought that was probably the best story arc. Bobbity, Bobbity, that's Bobbity and, and Bibbity, Bobbity, whatever the freaking names are. But I thought that the uh, the Majin Buu arc wasn't as good as like the Cell arc. I don't really know why. I just, I, I don't know. I, I think I just wasn't as interested as in the villains. Uh, as I was within the androids, because the androids, you could, you, you know, they, they affected uh, future Trunks's, you know, his livelihood, they killed everybody, they killed Goku, they killed Gohan, they killed Vegeta, they killed everybody, I couldn't, I couldn't feel that same effect with the, with, uh, with Majin Buu, I, I think, so, and then you had Cell, who was the, the looming, looming threat on top of the androids, it's just, it's like, just as soon as you think you have uh, the androids beaten. You then have Cell, and uh, in his his ridiculousness. I thought it was a good story arc. Isn't this when Vegeta explodes and kills himself? No. Well, I don't know. I'm not excited. I'm not as excited to play this arc as much. To be honest with you. Here we go. Here's Super Saiyan 3 Goku. (coughs) Is this Super Saiyan 3 Goku? No, this is just Vegito. They just showed a picture of Super Saiyan 3 Goku. Oh, no. Now they're just showing pictures and stuff like that. Can you have a car? There's like a mini game where you can drive a car. There's also like a mini game. There's all yeah, you can drive. You can race around in a freaking car. What? I am excited for this video. I am excited for this video game. How? What are you gonna do in the car? It's like you can fly around and, and they have a free. They, it's if you don't know the uh, the arc in Dragon Ball Z, there is, and you can go in first person mode. By the way, in the car. But if you don't know the story arc in Dragon Ball Z, there's this there's this time where Goku and and Piccolo they're trying to get their driver's license. So they you know instead of, as they're as they're doing their drivers uh, their driving there's driver license tests. They're like you know what let's just let's just compete. Let's you know let's race. Let's go in a race. And so they race around and they destroy the car. It's a funny it's a funny episode. Alright, they're showing all the arcs and stuff like that. Alright. Alright, that's, you know, I'm in, I'm interested. I'm interested. I can't wait. I'm actually kind of excited for that video game. I thought, you know, I, I'm i sold. I've seen enough. I was like, I haven't seen enough yet. Just saw enough. Alright. So, um, I'm gonna get it next week. Dragon Ball Z, Kakarot. I'm like, I'm strapped for cash. Suddenly I have money. I'm like, suddenly I found the funds. But I, you know, we'll we'll see if it's a if it's a good game or not. I I either way, I'm excited for it. What's this game? Outriders. Oh, I thought it was uh, I thought it was gonna be a a, a um, like a like an add on to the Saints Row game. If you know what Saints Row is, it kind of has that vibe. It looks like it, but it's not. 
I'm about, by the way, I'm about to end the podcast. I'm like, I'm just making sure I'm covering my P's and dotting my I's. P's and Q's. What the hell did I just say? Oh yeah, Halo, Halo Infinite and Doom Eternal and uh, Dying Light 2. I have no idea why so many people like Dying Light. That's one of those games where I'm like, I played it and I thought it, I was like, this is, this is okay. This is mediocre. I was surprised when it got a sequel. I'm like, why did it get a sequel? Like, it was okay. It wasn't great. Like, everybody was like, oh my god, this game's parkour is so great. I'm like, the parkour only turned great after, like, I pretty much beat the main story, and then I unlocked the grappling hook, and then I was like, why didn't I get this, like, from day one? But it actually does look a lot better than the first game did. There's a lot more, uh, there's a lot more quests, there's a lot more choices, I would say, I guess that's the the way that they want to advertise and market the game. That there's a lot more choices. That you can unlock specific maps uh, or parts of the map at specific times, and it looks like a better video game. If I'm honest with you, if you showed me Dying Light Two and Dying Light, I would be like, "This isn't the same game made by the same people." Because this one actually looks kind of good. But, you know, it's it's one of those games that I, I, I'm i not sure deserved a, a sequel, excuse me, but got one. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it looks kind of good now. But Doom Eternal, I, I thought this game was going to come out last year. I don't even, when is it supposed to come out again? I thought it was supposed to come out in, like, November or October. It still doesn't have a release date. That's not good. Usually if a game doesn't have, like... A, a, re- a release date and I thought like I thought it was I, I I know obviously it's delayed for this year but it just says it's gonna be released in 2020 I'm like that's not good at all I'm like why is why is it being delayed this much I, I, I don't I don't know I don't know speaking of delayed Avengers uh the the Marvel's Avengers video game I'm going to have to pass. I'm going to have to skip on that one. I'm going to have to just say, yeah, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just skip that. I'm going to pass on that one. Saw the E3 gameplay for that. I saw uh, what that video game was all about. And I don't, eh, I I think Marvel, Marvel is kind of doing something. They're not trying to create a cinematic universe in video games. What they're trying to do is they're trying to have a presence in the industry. So they want so they so for Spider-Man for example, that was a part of the Marvel plan, right? For video games, the new Spider-Man game, that was a part of their plan. The obviously the Avengers game, that's also a part of their plan. But I think the two games they do, do they do two different things. Spider-Man was more for single player. It was more for it was more story focused. It was supposed to be probably the meat and the potatoes, the best of the best, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, right? I think this new Marvel's game, Marvel's Iron Man or Avengers. I think what it's supposed to be is a video game that is more that that's kind of supposed to be like Anthem or Destiny, right? It's kind of supposed to be. I don't want to say a looter shooter. But it's supposed to be a game that you can play with your friends, you can have fun, you can go around and you can do all that type of stuff. I don't think necessarily that it's going to be a game that you play that's as good as Spider-Man, which is probably why I'm not going to get it. 
The story seems interesting, though. But when they said, like, we're going to have a bunch of characters as, as DLC and we're going to have a bunch of costumes as a DLC, I'm like, you got to miss me with some of this DLC mess, man. I can't. I, I, I'm out. I'm out. Maybe it comes out and it's way better than I think it is. And maybe it doesn't. I don't know. A lot of voice acting talent. Nolan North, Troy Baker, a couple of other people. You got some great talent at the voice acting position. <laughs> talking, I'm talking like I'm like I'm like I'm talking about a football team. I'm like they got some they got some great talent at the voice acting position. <laughs> oh my god. Anyways, Halo Infinite. <laughs> Not a great way to pivot. Halo Infinite, uh, the new Halo video game. Is it supposed to be released this year? Halo Infinite? I've never played a Halo game. <gasps> I know, I've committed a cardinal sin. I know. I haven't played one. Wanna know why I haven't played one? Because I haven't owned an Xbox for my entire for my entire life. I've owned a GameCube, a Wii, and a Nintendo 64, a PS3, a PS4, probably a PS5 this year. I've never owned a uh, an Xbox uh X. Or I don't know what the hell they're called. An Xbox console. I haven't owned one. So is Halo Infinite going to be the next best thing? I, 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 I don't know. I haven't seen any gameplay for it. Is it seriously supposed to be released this year? Because there's been like no... Well, do they ever show Halo gameplay or do they only show like... The cinematic trailers before. Yeah, it's supposed to be released this year. I don't know, man. I, I've seen... Wasn't like Halo Reach supposed to be the best one? Or which one? The one that 343 had had worked on just after Bungie had left. Or the one right before Bungie had left. That was supposed to be like the return to form. And they've been looking to return to form for like for like the, the last like three to four, maybe even like six to seven years. I don't know. Halo's Halo's obviously a iconic game series, even though I've never played it. Even though I know that, I know that it's an iconic game series, but it's like, I just, I can't see myself. I don't know, I don't know what it's about. Not the game series, but the game. In the last couple of Halos, they haven't, haven't been that good. Finally, rounding out the 2020 uh, games, the games of 2020, the game that I am very, very, very excited to play the game that I have been waiting for. I've been waiting for years. I've been waiting for this video game. I'm like, thank God it's coming out this year. Oh, thank God it's coming out this year. Cyberpunk 2077. I cannot wait. Like, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. It's coming out in April. I have seen... So much gameplay for Cyberpunk 2077. And CD Projekt Red has been so quiet about this video game. They've they've been at E3. They've showed off the gameplay. They've done all that good stuff. But I have not... They, they, they said that they had like 50 minutes of gameplay. I have... 
been waiting and waiting and waiting for them to release some of the new gameplay. And there's no new gameplay. There's none. Like I, I just want to watch new Cyberpunk 2077 gameplay. There's a lot of stories and stuff like that about about the gameplay and not about the gameplay, but um about uh what's it called? Frick. About um about like 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 for instance there's a YouTube video about like uh, like a new city image and Mike Pondsmith talks Cyberpunk 2077 red in 2020 and it's like all right you know but it's it's not necessarily like new gameplay it's just news and I want to see the new gameplay I want to see apparently they showed off an hour's worth of footage to the press and they only showed 14 minutes to the consumers I watched and fell asleep during the hour. Or two during like the two to three hour long stream that they had, I was very very disappointed because I only got to see fourteen minutes of of gameplay and it was cut up, it was snipped up. I wanted to see it all. God damn it! I wanted to see all of it. It's gonna come out in in like four months. It's gonna come out when like late April. I think like April twenty something. April 16th. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's that's even better. I mean, that's by not a lot though. Oh my god. I can't, I can't I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to come out soon. It's going to come out soon. But that's it. That's uh that's some of the games that I've that I'm excited for. And uh, in 2020, that has been uh, one of the one of the first video gaming podcasts of 2020. Hopefully, there will be more in the future. I'll try to be consistent. I said there was going to be multiple podcasts. Tomorrow, we'll have the the um, like the predictions. We'll have you know Friday predictions. We'll have all the predictions for Saturday. We'll talk about some other stuff as well. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, I played a clip yesterday, the opening clip of the podcast, and I watched around today for like two to three hours, and I just saw people just bashing the Mike McCarthy hire, and I went on a tangent yesterday, and and this is before I heard all of what people were saying, and I am literally watching what everybody is saying on like the news and stuff like that, like everybody's talking about Mike McCarthy and how bad of a hiring he is, and blah, blah, blah. We'll talk about it. We'll address it tomorrow on the podcast. Among other things, we'll talk about uh, the playoff predictions. We'll talk about Carson Wentz's performance during the playoffs and how I'm not giving that guy a pass whatsoever. Frick's sake, hold on, let me do this. But uh, I'm not going to give Carson Wentz a pass. I'm not going to give him a pass for his dreadful performance yesterday. I know I know a lot of people are, not yesterday, but on Sunday. I know a lot of people are giving him a pass. I'm not going to give him a pass. But that's been the podcast. This has been 24. The best, this has been my, oh my God, pause the music. Pause it. This has been 24. This has been 24. What the hell am I? God damn it. You, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I mean. I'm, I'm doing my outro, right? This has been my podcast, 24th podcast. I am 24. You get the gist. You get the gist. 
You get the, you know the deal. You know what it is. You can find my podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Pretty much where you can find any podcast. You can find 24's podcast. Again, kind of talked about it. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff tomorrow. We're going to talk about sports and da-da-da-da-da. going to try and get more video gaming podcasts back into the mix as well. But yes, we're going to continue going on. Am I 100%? Nope. But I'm like 95. Like 95%. But until my next podcast, I hope you have a fantastic day. And I will see you next time.